Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Welcome, Traveler. You are now listening to Castle Black, the blackest House of Dragon podcast in all the realms. Castle Black by For All Nerds is powered by our listeners. Everything we do from our podcast, live events, website, and more are independently funded. Please continue to support us through our Patreon page at patreon.com slash forallnerds. Black. So this is the seat of the Night's Watch. And welcome, Internets, to another episode of Castle Black, the blackest House of Dragon podcast in all the realms, powered by For All Nerds, where we discuss everything in the world of Game of Thrones from the perspective of people of color. And as one of your hosts, Tatiana King, a.k.a. It Was All a Dream Fire, a.k.a. Mulatto Hightower, a.k.a. The Lord of Lightsabers, and I am joined with a big, amazing team here, the all-stars that we are here to discuss everything season one of House of Dragons. Before we get to everybody, we got to introduce the Castle Black team. First up, our Grand Maester, Miss Portia, please introduce yourself. Hi, everyone. It's Portia, uh, or Portia on Twitter. I am a.k.a. Lady Mary Jane of Highgarden, a.k.a. the Maester in Disguise, a.k.a. Um, uh, what was, I lost my last one. My brain it's okay. The Maesters always be making up history as they go along. I, I and they really do. I understand. Do. Y'all and be lying. Mean, yep. <laughs> lying? Or just telling or a telling story stories. with words. <laughs> Excellent. And as always, we are joined by our bespectacled co-host. It's your boy, DJ Ben, I mean, a.k.a. the Butcher of Names. Muted. Oh, 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 still <laughs> muted, still muted. I'm and also on muted. that same ganja that Lady Highgarden be passing around to people. <laughs> Every day, all day. It's your boy, DJ Ben, I mean, a.k.a. Draco Yargarian. A man has no shame. The Iron Price is right. The Butcher of Names. Little, twinger, little Twitter fingers. Does this bring you great joy? And who want that sea smoke? 
Excellent. He will that sea smoke's my favorite. And as I said, we are joined by a big, high-powered, high all-star team, the high Valerians, if you will. Who do I pick first to say, okay, this person you haven't seen on our show in a while. And I want to bring her back in because she is amazing. She is funny as hell. She got that fire. She is Team Dracarys. That's what I feel. Let me introduce y'all to Deja Valerian. Yeah. The blackest nigga in the castle, you heard? <laughs> so, I'm Daja Valerian today, so y'all know. So, please address me as such. Always hand of the king. <laughs> Shout out to So Icy Boys. You know, the White Walkers, they didn't do what they were supposed to do. They didn't get the job done. But, you know, at some point in life, we going to bring it back. I just realized what's on there. <laughs> this is what I'm telling y'all about. Okay, okay. Oh, we are also joined by, also returning from a little bit of hiatus, we have the Janicia F. Hey, y'all. I'm so happy to be back. Thank you so much. Um, it's Janicia or Jay, a.k.a. Jay from Tea with Queen and Jay, a.k.a. the Beast Above the Boards, a.k.a. Keeping It Baymon on You Bastards, a.k.a. My Dragon Has Home Training, a.k.a. It's House of Dragons, and that's it. Thanks for having me. Storm every damn day. That was fire, fire intro. And we have a treat. We are joined by the duo themselves from the Black Guy Who Tits. We have both Rod and Karen here. Say what up. Hey. Hey, everybody. Thanks for having us. Um, mm -hmm. Karen, do you have AKs? I do. Do your thing. Uh, um, like I said, I'm always terrible at this. So I'm, I'm my AKAs might not be as smooth and it might not rhyme as much as y'all, but I'm going to try my best over here. So I'm, I'm going to give myself an A for effort before I get started. So for those of you that want to boo me, you know, go ahead and get your boos together. I am AKA, I don't ride my dragon with training wheels. I am <laughs> AKA, I am no tomosexual. I am <laughs> AKA, I am Team Renera Black. AKA go get them niggas. They killed your baby. <laughs> I don't know if that made sense or not, but that it, was it my AKAs. Sense. It made sense. Um, and uh, I have forgot to do AKAs. So these are all from the last about 60 seconds. So, uh, please forgive okay. the quality. <clears throat> AKA all the sea smoke. AKA 50 cent tower, high tower. AKA Sir Christian cold as hell. AKA the podcast came for serious because I'm very hands off. That's old. AKA Grandmaster Melee Melos. AKA Sir Vaymon Green. AKA Lord Scrong. Thanks for having me back, y'all. Oh, shit. That Vaymon Green went hard. You won. You won. Thank you. I'm trying. You know, that was a struggle. That was a struggle. <laughs> <laughs> well, there is no struggle here because, like I said, we are joined by the most powerful force in the lands right now to discuss all things of the full season of House of Dragon. Um, just to gauge everyone's understanding, how they're feelings, what was y'all overall thoughts about the finale episode? I'm not going to thought it was fucking amazing, man. Okay. And the way, the way my boy got gobbled up <laughs> and stormed <laughs> in. <laughs> Like why? Why did Drake eat and like it was a piece of like it was a chicken wing? Like that shit got pulled apart. Like baby, <laughs> it was Down no the body. <laughs> that's that's fucked up. But that's what Renera dumbass gets. Stupid. <laughs> Ooh, okay. We are gonna have the words with that one. All right. Who else? Janicia, What did you think? 
Yeah, I don't want to pretend that I wasn't a little bit disappointed. And it's not because <laughs> the, the writing wasn't great and all of that stuff. It was great. And I know that I'm going to get another season. So I will survive this trauma. But, the, you know, it, the, we have that dramatic death, as Daja said. But then, like, it just wasn't, it wasn't the kind of oh shit that I got out of a lot of previous, um, you know, Game of Thrones style finales. And so I needed a little bit more oh shit because we already kind of felt the danger that her baby might get murked. So that happened. And then she turns around and she's mad. Okay. I needed a little bit more like spice, a little bit more spiciness. And I feel like we had more epic episodes earlier in the season. So I just need a little bit more. But mm. as a part of what I know is going to be an ongoing story, I thought the storytelling was really well. And I thought, you know, they did a great job, but I can't front like I wasn't like, can I have a little more? Please, sir. Can I have some more? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it was a little like, okay, like, you know, I don't know. Gotcha, gotcha. Uh, Portia, what did you think of the finale episode overall? Um, Overall, I think it did a good, <laughs> knowing <clears throat> what's coming ahead, mm-hmm. I think it set up a lot of like, like I think what, what we said in like the final, like our, our episode wrap up for the final episode about um, hoping that this will bin it specifically, hoping that the bin uh, that the like uh, camera fades in and yeah. all you hear are screams and dragon yeah. roars yeah. for the next season. I feel like we are at the pinnacle of that. I think that like that probably is going to happen. And I look forward to as Team Dracaris, I'm just looking forward to what's going to happen next. Um, and it's, I think the main part of that final episode that got me was like, Damon, like, really just being on some anti-wife stuff, like, once again, and seeing what that's going to turn out to, because that's... Mm-hmm. Absolutely, absolutely. Uh, Miss Karen, what did you think about the finale episode? I had a ball. I always have a ball watching uh, Game of Thrones, and I'm not going to lie, I screamed like somebody scored a touchdown, but in shock when that little baby got ate up like a fruity pebble snack. I was like, oh, <laughs> shit. Oh, what is happening here? And I can say that I absolutely loved the ending because I could see the kindness and patience and the legacy she was trying to live up to her father's name fade away in her eyes nope like i, I mm-hmm. you could see that shift and i was to like janice i was like can i please have a little bit more because the way it ended i was like okay let's go i started, I started like, okay next episode Uh-oh, th- that's mm-hmm. it no we gotta wait two whole years like like that's where my disappointment came in but I'm ready, and I'm like, okay, this is your justification if you go in and you burn everything down. Let's go. Yeah, facts. Rod, give me your thoughts. Uh, yeah, I love the last episode. Um, I thought that's kind of a, a good way to end the season one. Unlike black people TV, they don't have to worry about not being renewed, so they could end it. <laughs> they could kind of end it with a heat check, you know, rather than try to wrap the whole damn story up in, in, in 50 minutes. Uh, yeah. Shout out to shout out to uh misha green and them mm. um Damn. so it to me i like i love the audacity of when creators are allowed to do shit like that but of course you know you were renewed after episode one literally so you could be like we can we don't have to rush this um and then also i don't look at this episode as the finale as much as i look at the last two episodes as the finale like hmm. one is from the green and one is from the black so like 
to me that 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 was a complete circle or whatever and um they even managed to like justify something i thought was just unjustifiable which was when renera renice didn't light their ass up on that stage i was really like this unforgivable i would never be and then when she kind of was like this isn't my war to start and you know like i'm not the one trying to usurp the throne y'all y'all if it's up to y'all then it's up you know and i I didn't think that was justifiable a week ago, and I was like, okay, I guess, I guess I see what you're saying, Renee. She did kill your family, so that's cool. Mm, all right, that's, that's a take. Crazy. I feel like I'm the only person that understood why she did not burn their asses up, and I was explaining it to like my friends, and they're like, nah, fuck that. She should have jacarsed their asses, and I'm like, this is not her battle. It is not her job to tell their lies. She's not her job to spill their tea, and it's not her job to fight their battles. Like they don't. Renera killed her kids. Her, right. Them fucking Targaryens killed her babies. It's not my job to be on y'all back. Like it, it, I think it was because of the uh, interviews they they were doing at the time, saying something about motherhood that made everybody be like, "Nigga, shut the fuck up." But right when she said it, just wasn't like, my it wasn't my place because y'all the ones that's fighting. I was like, "Oh yeah, that makes sense. You don't really even bang with them like that." <laughs> but okay, all right, all right, Ben. What, no. did, what was your, Ben? What was yeah. your take? Oh, uh, I fully agree right there. I, I mean, that's my take. I fully agree that she had no business burning him up. It wouldn't have solved anything. It would have just caused more problems. And, I mean, y'all already know. Y'all heard my view. But, like, I can't stop thinking about how my man is like, Vagar, no! <laughs> and then Vagar just... <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, listen. Because the desperation in his the voice. The desperation, yeah, yeah. Does yeah. anybody else have a bad dog? I felt seen. <laughs> that's what I'm, no, that's what I'm talking that's, about. That's that's exactly my dog at the feeling. dog park. I know yes. not to take her because she's her own person. So we just don't go to the dog park. It's certain blocks we don't walk on. It's certain animals we don't walk near. Okay, if you one of them short redhead dogs, we don't fuck with you. So we just stay on the <laughs> other side of the street. So I thought that was actually like a really good element that they brought in to it. Yeah. Like these are animals. It's yes, not right. just a, a weapon are. that you can manipulate. These are animals and. I also thought it was really good that they highlighted that even though in in this era, um, and a lot of us as black people can fucking relate to, but in this era, they're treating these teenagers like adults yeah. and they're riding these huge organic machines. It's these are little kids playing little kid games. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Amon is chasing his cousin like it's it's a game and a kiki. These animals will kill each other, and now you set off the whole next season, you know what I'm saying, into war and the number of dragons that they have in this time period, right? To the number of drag to, to ending up having no dragons in the mm-hmm. actual game of Game of Thrones universe later on, you know it's extinction level event. Like yeah. this shit is about to set off. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. 
I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The trajectory of where, what do you count? Like 17 was alive? You know what I'm saying? They all gone? Not one. It's none. We don't know of any like hiding in the mountains nowhere. They're gone. So the way that these like kind of children playing games is about to kick off this whole mess and disaster is really interesting to me. But I definitely felt seen as the owner of a Bronx-ass dog who has had no <laughs> formal training and who has, you know, been through it, okay? She's a psycho. She's been through it. Like, I felt seen when them dragons was, like, doing what they want. I have begged my dog, you have to listen. Serve yeah. me, please. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I felt seen. I mean, I'm... Nah, I'm a... Them kids is gangster, though. You got to get them that. They was they fucking are. each other up. How you take an eye and you seven? Like, easy, <laughs> light work. Ah, give me he that. Even yeah, seven. Seven. He was like four. <laughs> this is basically they, they was wild, wild, y'all. They was wild young. They were wild young. And like, listen, I'm, I'm listening to y'all. They was snuffing each other like whole fists. Like, yeah. Like, whole you ever, fist. all right, I, y'all know I teach. I've seen like fourth graders fight. And it don't really be a fight. It'd be like a little like push, this. a little dinner. Them niggas was like, they was like tightening <laughs> that up. shit. Like, fuck out of here. Boom, boom. One Stop. hit of quitters, yo. He put them girls I'm listening, to sleep. I'm listening to everything y'all saying, and it makes sense, right? Just the logic behind it, the reasoning, the, you know, you say you don't really fuck with them. But I don't give a fuck. I want problems always, okay? Jakar is every motherfucking thing. Everything's going up anyway. I just wanted to see fucking problems. That's how I feel about it. But I mean, you saw problems. fucking problems. My I'm man Lucerus had problems. I want Damn, problems that don't make problems. sense. I want it all. But okay, so so y'all actually touched on a question that I had earlier, actually. Uh, do you think Rainey should have barbecued the greens when she had the chance? Now, most of y'all, it seems like everyone's saying nah, like, because of logic. But was there any reason why maybe she should have? <laughs> no, I'm saying, no, no, no. Hold on. Don't get me wrong. I would have toasted these niggas like okay. a hot everything bagel you know what i'm saying they would have they would have caught they would have caught the flames and we would have had to figure it out later but i'm just saying what i thought was unforgivable and illogical they were able to like kind of say this week like no this is what i was thinking and i bought that as opposed to the shit they said at first which was like she's a mother and allison is a mother and when she saw, I was like uh everybody got a mama burn these niggas to death I'm, I'm gonna tell you right now. If you lock me up in the room, can, I can't get out. I don't know what the fuck is happening, and you come up here giving me a speech and shit like that, and and I get free. 
you and and i'm like uh see an old boy uh hung up by his shoestrings up there because he was with renair and them you think i'll be like no bitch i'm next on the menu <laughs> take these planes yeah so i exactly. the logic of the show i get i just i still would have bar- burned them just because that's how i get down i just think like given how like Re- um Nice is very like she's a targaryen she has her own stature she was almost the ruler of the realm and like just for the disrespect of you locking me up i'm gonna burn you like that's like personally that's what i would have done like you thought you could like first off i didn't get my throne look at this little unprepared unsuited person getting the throne right now for the disrespect i'm just burning everything and that's it but I think this is also a casualty of the writers putting something that like was not ever in the like canon of the story into the show and not understanding how people were going to react to seeing it in the show. Like they didn't really think about their viewership enough to think about like, why isn't it all over now? Like we understand there's a longer story to play, but like, this is just a big plot hole kind of thing. Like, why couldn't you just like, why would you put this in here when it doesn't even have to be part of the story? So that was interesting to me because, like, they didn't have to create the scene this way, but they did. Hard disagree. Hard disagree. Same. And I don't even <laughs> feel strongly about anything. We're all dying now. We're in the middle of the apocalypse. Hard disagree. They, I feel alive again, Portia. Thank you for that. No, this is, this is why it was crucial. I think that throughout the series, right, so we know that Rhaenys was supposed to be queen, yada, yada, yada. She didn't get it. She was a woman, da, 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 da. The only thing that we know, though, really, is that she was in line and should have, you know, it's unjust that she didn't get it because she was right. in line. Right. But this whole shit with the dragon and like, yes, she killed all the civilians when she popped up out the ground. That aside, it shows that she is a measured, thinking, methodical type person who even on her huge beast when she has the power and is demonstrating, yeah, y'all tried to lock me up, but I'm out. Tricked y'all, mm-hmm. thought about stuff, figured it out or whatever. It shows that she's measured. This That whole last episode for me was kind of this build up because she first comes up and we see her talking to Rhaenyra who was talking out of pocket earlier when she was a teen and like, oh, well, they just didn't want you to be queen. Da, 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 da. We don't get the full scope that not only was she passed over and that was unjust, but she would have been a competent ruler. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? And I, th- I think that whole final episode, the whole season finale was what sold it for me. It's like, oh, she's kind of like a bad bitch. She's not just, she wasn't, you know, yeah. she was skipped over and that was unjust, but she actually is a legit bad bitch and would have been a great ruler. And I think that um, them putting her on that dragon and her showing restraint in that moment and uh, us all being like, yo, what the fuck? It reminded me a lot of, a lot of times when Leaders are doing stuff. I'm like, why wouldn't you why just wouldn't you? Da, 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 da. Right. We don't have the insight. We don't know. So I thought it was one of those. It was a great tool to show her as like a, a really good potential leader. Also, this show, we come out the gate. Game of Thrones, we spent the whole time like, yo, when are we going to see the dragon? Where the dragons? Where the dragons? They come out the gate and they give us dragons. You cannot give us dragons and then every episode every dragon blowing up stuff every time a dragon come out <laughs> exactly. on fire, da, 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 da. that doesn't make for a good long series i like to feel like oh they're gonna do it oh he opened his mouth it's fire is it gonna okay. come out of- i like i need to feel that as a viewer i don't want to feel like every time a dragon show up they, they burn and everything it's gotta I, I like the experience of and that feeling of oh shit she didn't do it why not and i think to rod's point the reveal of her reasoning, because I wasn't sure either, but the reveal of her reasoning and her whole 
how she moved that whole last episode and the amount of time we spent with her and kind of really understanding her thinking was really, really valuable. Um, so I, I understand what you're saying to an extent, but I think it was really purposeful that they put her on that dragon and, and used it in the way that they did. Mm. I feel like as a bedside baby that had a lot of beef in my teens, I remember when my friends would be like, yo, if you see that bitch, it's on site. Right. I'm not going to go fight her for you. I'm going to say, hey, that girl that you said that it was on site for, she on Fulton Street right now. Come meet me and we will <laughs> yeah. fuck her up. You understand what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, it's not for me to fight you. But I know that you got beef with this person. If you need me, I'm here for you, friend. But I'm not going to swing first. This is not my beef. So however you want to handle it, that's how we're going to handle it. So I'm going to come to my mans like Rhaenyra, um, Rhaenys did. Like, all right, Rhaenyra, these niggas is after you. So what you want to do? Is it up or not? Nah? Like, yeah. I, everything I see, I, I just see it in like a completely different way. And I'm like, yeah, that's the way you're supposed to do it. That's now you done burnt everything up. So now everybody, even the people that don't know or don't understand why you did it, because you're not saying anything to anybody, you burn it up half of King's Landing because all the civilians are there too. Then you burn it up the people that were supposed to be like royals and niggas don't even know that Viserys is dead yet. It looks like the biggest act of treason. And then the whole house Valerian is going to look crazy. So why would I do that to my house? And then on top of that, what I feel like Rhaenys said, which was really fire to me, she don't make no moves without her husband. Like, they mm. make decisions together. If she would have did that by herself, she would have been just as fucked up as Catelyn Stark. And y'all know I hate that bitch. Yeah. So, like, you can't just move like that. Like, you got to go back and you got to talk to your mans. You got to talk to your house. Like, all right, how are we going to move? If she would have did that, that would have took away all of her credibility and she would have just looked like some wayward, emotional woman. This is why you couldn't be queen because you can't even hold your head in a Thank diplomatic you. situation. Okay, that makes a lot of sense, Dodge. Can I, can I make a quick point, too? Because I want to ask this question to the you know panel, I guess, and everyone. Right, I have this thing about, I talk about it on For All Nerds, about how uh, a lot of people don't get that in Infinity War, the story is told from Thanos' perspective. So he's the protagonist of the story. And mm-hmm. the Avengers, everyone else, are the antagonists of his story because he's trying to accomplish a goal. By the end of it, he accomplishes his goal. He snaps his fingers. He sits down, chills out. Boom. Story's done. Eating plantains, yeah. And the thing I see with House of Dragon and that I saw with Game of Thrones, we talked about this before in Castle Black, is that the story is being told from the Black's perspective, right? Mm-hmm. Pretty much, like it's not being told from the Green's perspective. Like, what's her name? Mm. I can never get her name right. Rhaenyra, Rhaenys, whatever. Rhaenyra. Rhaenyra is Ray. the protagonist of this story. Like, right. big, things have moved because she has moved. Yeah. And so everyone is portrayed as the antagonist, but that does not make her good right. by what we consider good. To me, none of these characters are good. Once again, we are faced with the same problem we had. In Game of Thrones, the only character that we would consider good by current modern day standards or whatever, which is pretty relative in itself, mm-hmm. is uh, your man, the spider. Like, he's the only one who is doing things for the good of the realm. And even mm-hmm. then, he would do all kind of dirt to get what was needed, which would mean killing random people like us with no problem. Mm-hmm. So that's the thing. And Ray is the same way. All of these characters, I mean, just in her estate, what's her name? You know, with the dragon, she murdered mad people. She showed mad yeah. Like you said, by not blurring up the place, but Mad Randos just got murdered when she came up with the dragon. That's just how yeah. it is. And these characters—you <laughs> just collateral damage. Oh well. And these characters don't give a shit about that. 
You know, that's the thing. <laughs> that's like, none of these characters are heroic or good to me. They're, we're watching mm -hmm. a story, but because we watch from the protagonist's point, we associate protagonists with heroes, and that's right. not the yeah. case. Yeah, it's basically just Sarah Palin's family with dragons. Thank you. So <laughs> I like how Ben said he had a question. I like how Ben said he had a question and then and then asked. and then didn't ask the question. Just not proceeded to I make was a like, statement. What was the question again? <laughs> well, I was just asking y'all, you know, because I see a lot of people siding with her, and right. I think Allison is just as. But I you know, think... like both of these women have had fucked up lives that have but i don't think people point. are siding and maybe some people are Shit. but me personally i'm not siding <laughs> let me finish the sentence yes people are taking sides i don't think people are siding because someone is perceived as good or someone's perceived as bad it's i think this is a fuck nigga and i don't like this person because of xyz or i think she's a bitch and i don't like her because of xyz i don't think it's because they're looking at rainera as oh she's good i don't see anyone in anyone's arguments online or otherwise where someone says, oh, Rhaenyra's the good guy or these people are the good guy. I don't see that. I just see people saying, oh, I fuck with this family because. They never yeah, say I anything think, about good or bad. I think... Rhaenyra is the good guy. <laughs> fuck out of here. She's the best one. <laughs> Thank you. The Thank you for debunking character. that. She's yeah. the only realistic character. Alicent wants to be like so fucking, oh my God, and by the book, meanwhile, you being manipulated and prostituted out by your daddy, you weird Facts. bitch. This whole weird ass family. Rhaenyra's yeah, the only weird thing in She's weird. She's weird. She's the only real nigga <laughs> in there. She's like, all right, so this is what I got to do? Cool. So now I'm going to be queen. Like the way that she wild up Viserys after that little baby died, like, oh, oh, so now I'm your heir? Nigga, the fuck out of here. She was the only real nigga when she went away, when they was at that camp. And she was out there killing shit and dragging it. She was turning Lannisters up. She, but you she, don't like it because everybody of the way knew that the babies wasn't her, wasn't the, uh, a fucking Valerian. Everybody right. knew it. She didn't give a fuck. She stood on that shit like. Mm. But you don't like her because of the way she moves in life and the way she be doing stuff. Well, I love her for conducting that. herself. Uh, you don't like Allison, that. I mean. Oh, you love her because you fuck like Allison. Her. That's what I'm talking about. You don't like the way Allison <laughs> moves in life. And I don't either. But that's not saying yeah, whether the person is good or bad. Feelings. Like the yeah. both of them was children. This bad, she didn't have a choice. Like Thank she you. was doing what her daddy told right. her to do. She, she had a choice. Uh -uh. When she was older, she had a choice. When she was a kid, she did not have a choice. When she was older, she absolutely had a choice. And she yeah. still was on that the same way that The same way right now I had a choice to not have three bastard sons. Like the thing for me is I love the game. I don't give a fuck about the characters. I don't love, like, the characters to me, it's like it's like how when you can watch, like, football and it's not your team playing. And you just go, oh, yeah, yeah, neither, neither of these are my team, but damn, I love the way that quarterback just threw that pass. That's how I watch Game of Thrones. And we do have a shit ton of people that fall into the, like, this is the protagonist camp because this yeah. is the perspective they showed us. And we had to tell the motherfuckers stop writing up to our show. Yes, sir. Cause we're, cause we're not, we just like, that's, it's fine for people to watch the game that way. We just don't watch it that way. I have more fun when I have no allegiance right. and I, and I respect the fuck out of the writers this season cause they wrote characters that made bad decisions. Mm -hmm. and did like they fucked up the first game of thrones because they made Arya too good mm -hmm. like she was mm -hmm. so perfect that everybody hated anyone in her way and they weren't supposed to so you got niggas hating sansa and it's season eight and this woman have been <laughs> sex trafficked around the globe and y'all still hate this woman yes. like yes. It's, that's that's insanity to me yeah but it's but but it's because the writers wrote a character so quote-unquote flawless that you couldn't even knock her and so to see them write Renera in a, as a flawed character is beautiful to me. To be like, oh, this is how she fucked up. To see Allison written as a flawed, tragic character. Yes. Honestly, the thing I was going to say about Rainice that y'all reminded me of is how this, ep this season was a tragedy. 
Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. And that was another yes. moment. It's Shakespearean, right? It's very much like if someone had made a different decision, we wouldn't even have a war. That's the way they wrote right. this whole thing. When them motherfuckers were singing Shoop, and at Thanksgiving, and it was Allison and Ray, like, finally seeing eye to eye, like, and Allison, like, you should be on the throne. You know what? Come back. Come take your kids home. Come back. Let's work this thing out. And I was like, hey, now I know this can't work because it's four more seasons, but ain't this some shit? Like, it y'all really shit. was that close to saving yeah. the realm, but pride hopped up in there. Yeah. And an old man's, you know, uh, <laughs> old man's, uh, uh, Alzheimer's hopped out and changed the whole world. But it's just, <laughs> I love that they wrote it tragic. <laughs> And I think it's more Singing a matter of favorite characters. <laughs> I think it's more a matter of favorite characters than it is who's good, who's that's right, I mean. who's wrong. You know, uh, it's favorite. Because I mean, Damon, Damon I mean. is my favorite character. Oh my he's God. A, a child molesting hot mess. Thank you. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yes. He's a bad person. But that's yes. my favorite. Yeah. That's who I want to see on screen. I want to see him. Mm-hmm. I want to see the black folks. I, that's who I want to see on screen. Yep. That's who I'm enjoying. So I think it's more a matter of favorites. Yeah, and who's right and who's wrong? Because it's very clear that Rhaenyra is a hot mess. Like they're all, yeah. everyone is a hot mess. Yeah, and and right and wrong is relative. Right, right. and wrong is relative, and also just the idea of protagonist antagonist does not equate to good and bad either. Mm-hmm. It mm-hmm. Ben and me That's just used the example yeah. of Thanos. Thanos is re- relatively bad, quote unquote, depending on who you talk to. But he's the protagonist. You know what I'm saying? Yes. And I think people need to understand that. And that's what I'm saying. Rhaenyra is the protagonist. And because of that, a lot. Like, the online love for Rhaenyra and Damon and the excusing of their actions compared to the excusing of Allison's actions is night and friggin' day, folks. And that's, come on, it's ridiculous. This man was chopping off dicks in the first episode. This man, <laughs> like, for fun. 
That's how he got down for fun. You know what I mean? That's what he did for <laughs> relaxation. So, like, and this woman married him. You know, like, okay. Because those are two realest niggas in the show. Because real nigga begets real nigga. You feel me? <laughs>
he wouldn't even hesitate to be like oh yeah of course kill auntie ray that's why would we why are we discussing this at the table (laughs) why are we talking about also yeah he's also a no-lip dragon king like he got he's got big big swagger big dragon energy as well like i don't know how he went from being that uh rod i was listening to your podcast and you were talking about being afraid of him the the when he's the little one um whoever played him as a kid i don't know how he goes from that yeah growing up and being this sexy one-eyed man it's it's very this nigga i blink he got i blink that shit was fire that shit look like uzi's diamond and he and he been had it under there he just flipped it out just at the last minute like and i want my eye boy i was like oh my god this nigga right here is a problem i said he's an anime but i thought he was over that nah so he ain't never over that shit when that nigga i got taken he was like yeah but I got a dragon, bitch. Yep. <laughs> like, he was 10. Like, like I literally, like, if I cut my finger and I bleed right now, I'm like, ah, help me. This nigga was like, yeah, bitch. And he was <laughs> way too young to be thinking like that. He was. Like, that's not the he thought was. of, like, a, a fucking 10-year-old or whatever he was. Like, this nigga lost an eye at 10 and was like, do not mourn me, yeah. mother. <laughs> like what nigga what you over there what 104 he was like i will take all you bitches they had to jump him and he still yeah. was beating their asses that's the other thing yeah like people was like mad hype online like yeah jump him i was like yeah and For he what? was fitting the win yeah, that, yeah, he that was one of all y'all brains in. She was like, "You stole my mama drag." He was like, "Fuck you, bitch." Yeah. <laughs> I was like, "Well, goddamn, mama too." This dragon up for it's lit. You should have got it first, right? He was mm-hmm. like, "Yeah, get the moves quicker." Okay, <laughs> almost had it. He said, "Move around." Up, uh, Karen, do you have a fave? Uh, I would have to say my favorite is Rhaenyra. And hmm. the reason why I love her is because I'm not trying to funny. She was just reckless. She was out here living her best life. And she was like, <laughs> fuck that throne. She was like, yeah, I'm going to have these kids. Who gives a fuck? My daddy got my back. Fuck y'all. So, you know, I'm like, live your best life. She was out here like it is. I know it's not 2020, but I'm going to live my life like it's 2020. <laughs> I don't care nothing about y'all man rules. I'm going to have all the kids out of the wedlock. It ain't shit you can do about it. Yeah, she's definitely a city girl. Come on. I love it. Um, does anybody have anything nice to say about Allison? Yes. Mm-hmm. Then I mean. Mm-hmm. Okay. Then I mean what? I, and first don't of you all, lie I... on it, Ben. Don't you, don't you <laughs> sit here and lie about this white woman. I'm only here for the truth. <laughs> And, and yeah, all the people are white for one. And like like Rod said, I've always been from Game of Thrones. I don't give a damn about none of these people. I thought the Starks were a bunch, especially the Stark men, were a bunch of fucking idiots from the jump. I can't yeah. stand fools. Like someone was laughing at something I said where I was like, she walking around and don't know what show she on. And they're like, they don't know what show they on. They just aren't living their life. But I'm like, nah, they should figure it out because this ain't that type of place. Like you read the history books. Like that's the thing. Amon, you know, Damon reads the books. They know what this shit is about. And so I was Amon gang. I kind of hopped off Amon gang because I thought it was so, you know, relentless what he did to that little boy. But the more I've, you know, after a week of laughing at it, I'm back on Amon game because, like, you know, he provided me. Vagar, no! Like, I can't get over the desperation. Because like Tanika said, I've had many a dog and I've been there. 
you know, and also a rats, you know, being the little dragon, like, rah, 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 you know, trying to come at the big dog and nah. then getting ate up for it. Like I've seen it too many times. I was crying how he was just staring at the end. Like, so <laughs> now, what now? like he had nothing to say. He was Honestly, like, well, God, shit. I'm surprised no one's done this yet. Maybe they haven't. I missed it. The Curb Your Enthusiasm Oh, it's already thing. on it. It's on it. I knew you okay, were going to say it. It's already on the video, because yeah, that it's a, is perfect. It's already on it. It's already on it. <laughs> but, 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 man, you still haven't said nothing nice about Allison. You just okay, said... Okay, no, but back to the... But what I say is, like, I like people who play the game the best. I think Allison is hypocritical as fuck, and I think that's okay. also some of my most hilarious moments of this season, is her being like, Daddy, murder! And then five minutes later, yo, bruh, let me show you my feet, and you can go murder somebody. <laughs> you know? <laughs> <laughs> so I think she is comedy, but I think like I think her and Ray Ray are playing the game about the same. I don't think either of them are that good at this shit, you know. So um, I don't really know. That's what I've been saying all season. I really don't. I don't have like before. I was Cersei and Jamie, you know, playing yes. the game, the heroes of the story, set everything in motion, the protagonist, push that little boy out so he could grow up <laughs> to become the one eyed Raven, like. Because they the knew that that was going to happen when they pushed him out the window. They just it knew they were going to matter how many fantasy heroes don't know shit about what they're doing. They just wander into it, and then it becomes. But that's what they did. They wandered into greatness. They knew they had to push this boy out the window, and they did it. So I'll, um, I'll say this for Alex. I'll, I'll um, go with Damon. I mean Amar because he ate that boy. You know. And okay. Yeah. I'll say this he for Alex on a on a positive note. Like they wrote her story a lot more like sympathetically mm-hmm. than I was led to believe. Yep. Um, and especially with them showing like the age stuff where it's her and this old ass decrepit falling apart Ugh. king mm. and, and the, the, the realm's duty that she was kind of pushed into by her father, who is such an ambitious and calculating, but not, not clever man. Nice. Um, who just like, like I still like that scene where, um, She's like putting on his armor so he can go to Dragonstone and confront Damon the first time on the bridge. And he's just really looking at her like, so you, uh, you, you gonna fuck the king, right? And it's like, <laughs> God damn, nigga, this is your daughter. Like, do you even love her? What the, like, of course she gonna grow up fucked up. Like, so the way he just like had her as a tool for power, um, and the way she was starting to learn how power works and, 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 running the kingdom for five years when Ray went to Dragonstone, um, I was building like a lot more respect for her because she also had chilled out on wanting the throne because her son was a little fucking Harvey Weinstein and she was like, this nigga can't be on the fucking throne. Mm-hmm. So she's like, Ray, you need to come on back, take the throne. It's it's cool. Like we need to work this shit out because I just disowned this nigga today. Like right. I like I can't so to me, I was like, maybe she can figure it out. But once again, it's a tragic story because she feels like her survival is attached to power. Like, yeah, if once I yeah. once I'm out of power, I'm I'm not just out of power and I can go somewhere and chill. I'm out of power and these motherfuckers might kill me. And once you throw that in, I think it becomes a lot more uh, sympathetic or whatever. But um, yeah, I, I like that she was written tragically. The only time I really, truly, I don't care about the hypocrisy because everybody's a hypocrite on the show. But yeah. the thing for me that i lost respect for was when she wasn't even in on the plans to usurp the throne that to me was like a step too far it's like i know the show writers think i was gonna look at it and be like oh wow she's a good person she didn't even know they were doing this but i looked at it like 
Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Nigga, you should be plotting. Like, you, you, you we, should be in the room where the decisions are made. Like, hey, so we taking the throne as soon as this nigga stop breathing, right? Cool. Pops, you know what to do. Tylen, you know what to do. And instead, she was like, <gasps> we gonna kill him? And I was like, oh, no. Like, and I felt like that's just white people's writing. Like, they just, they think that's a good thing. But it's the game of killing people. Being in on the killing is the good thing, not the other way around. <laughs> right, right. There's there's a point I wanted to make, uh, and, and Porsche, Porsche, I need you to step in on this because um, the, we we making the jokes about the Vagar. No, like yes, that's fucking funny, but that is a vast departure from what was actually in the book. Can you just talk about that real quick, Portia? Uh, yeah, no. Also, uh, I will note for Allison. The only good things I have for her is beautiful yeah. gowns. She has beautiful gowns. Beautiful gowns, yes, and beautiful gowns. Uh, I agree that she very much uh, does has tied her survival on her um, ability to be close to the throne and her how, what her proximity is to the throne. Uh, however, I like completely disagree that she ever saw it for Rhaenyra having the crown once um, she decided that like her like once she told a Aegon Aegon that One of them he ugly needed to kill. His uh, kill Rhaenyra because she would kill him. I think that was that was it. Like she never mm. saw Rhaenyra on the throne ever again after that. She may have like acted like she wanted to make peace, but I never thought she ever wanted to see Rhaenyra on the throne after that. Um, when it comes to like Aemond and the dragon, like in the the thing about this is the funniest thing, and that's why I love so much about like how uh, Fire and Blood, the book that like all this is based from. Um, is it's because it's written from the perspective of maesters and maesters don't be in the sauce like they don't like some of them if it's the grand maester will be in the room and they'll see some stuff 
But half the time, they're playing political games, too, as you saw with the Grand Maester from Game of Thrones, how he was right. over here having whole, like, pedophile stuff going on on the side or whatever. Like, so half the time, the Maesters are part of the game or they have their own things they're trying to, like, make happen. So they don't tell the whole truth about the story. And the whole book that this uh, all comes from is all based from the lens of a Maester who was not there, who's just hearing all these different accounts of people who were there or say they were there. And it's like writing it all up for people to see the history as it goes on. Right. So in the books, um, Rhaenyra and Alicent are painted as always had gunning for each other. Never seemed up for each other. Never had a relationship that was caring. Never saw it for each other. And Aemond, um, whenever the whole like dragon thing comes down, he doesn't. This is why I'm thinking. I'm thinking like when um, this, when they return, he's mm-hmm. probably gonna come back like. And I meant that stuff. Yeah, my dragon ate his dragon. And because I feel like like in the history, that's how it goes. Like everyone, it's like, oh, he strategically took out this little boy with his big dragon because he wanted to. Because so in the his book, eyes. it wasn't an accident. He no. did that on purpose. He was, not, was like, oh, my gosh, no. Like, no, he very much was like, I'm in it. Let's go. So I feel like if like, they're writing it this way, it's he's going to come back and he's going to own it. He's going to say, no, nah, I meant that. Definitely. More for the team. Yeah, he has to own it either way. You have to lean into that kind of mistake in this kind of game. But I think it does make him a more sympathetic character. It does make him a more dynamic character and add more layers to the story, I think, especially visually, um, to make it that, you know, that he just wanted to taunt him and that this was an accident. You know what I'm saying? Right. But yeah, I you have, also, to, have to own it. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Oh, I, I, Also, I think this show showed us that the stories that the people tell and the, and what happens aren't aren't connected necessarily. Like when uh, Damon takes Renera out on that date, um, they stop by the movies and they watch the fucking like live action documentary on them. And the way that the people are talking about, you know, Aegon and her and Viserys isn't like, we know the nuances and of the decisions, but the people, like, I think that's how stories become legend is, you know, I mean, we experiencing it right now with Reconstruction Part Two, Electric Boogaloo. Like, yeah. is like shit. Shit becomes its own type of a label. So I can believe that he didn't plan to eat his uh his cousin, and I can. Be- and honestly, he could come back to the castle and be disheveled or be like, I didn't mean it. It don't matter because they're gonna make him mean now, it, nigga. You ate your cousin. Like that's right. not. Like, like right. that's the way it's gonna be told. Is this nigga started the civil war? Like, Christmas addicts could have been sitting there eating his, drinking his tea and shit. It don't matter. <laughs> what we learned was Christmas addicts was down to get be the first nigga killed in a revolutionary war <laughs> right. where niggas wasn't even free. That's just what we learned. So I feel like that's what we watched is how history unfolds and then how it's retold. We all know they shot that nigga in the back. Yeah, I love, I love black people. I swear to not God. Not Christmas addicts. Not you making aiming Christmas addicts, though. Come on, bro. <laughs> the way I'm weak and the way I know that niggas that don't read are not going to understand <laughs> that. That shit was so fucking funny. Because what the fuck? <laughs> that nigga was minding his own fucking business. Eating his cornbread. And now he the motherfucking, the, the revolutionary patriotic story the white people tell themselves. I mean, it's just like what you say, Rod. It's like, you know, it's a game. And in the game, nobody remembers the store. They remember the W and the L, you know. No. And you that know man what? took and, a hard L. Right. And nobody remembers the story because you know what that crowd going to remember? 
them ass they asses got beat up there like fucking cattle and then that bitch came and my uncle died and and i didn't even get to eat my breakfast they forced my ass to come in here and uh, you told me she was the queen and yeah. now where this nigga come from who is he and yeah. and this thing i know you know she flies off and i'm in the motherfucking war and how i get drafted that's gonna be their yep. perspective and also that's a great another reason Rainice couldn't have stayed like if she would have burned them niggas mm-hmm. to death, it still would have been like about a hundred people in there. Like this motherfucker tried to kill us. Yeah, because that's right. their perspective. <laughs> I, I want to know how uh, the news of Lucera's got back to them. That's what like, I want to know. Like was it some farmers out in the fields suddenly, and they're like, "Oh shit, what the?" Because <laughs> this is like hundreds of feet in the sky. Storm and who end. saw that? Storm's End did not want that to be on there because, like, again, as you saw, um, he said, "Get out my house." Baratheon was like, "Y'all can't fight in here now. Yeah. Y'all can't fight in here. Go outside yeah. with that. Don't don't do that in here." So Storm's End was like, "Let let me make clear to the Dragon Queen, it wasn't mm-hmm. us. We didn't me- tell them to go do that. But here's a wing and a skull." Uh, <laughs> Yeah, sorry. Let me tell you what was happening. So, somebody so, was out there fishing, and that yep. nigga just floated down. Yep. <laughs> they like, yep. "The fuck is this?" I just want like every episode to have like a post credit stinger, and this one would have been like two fishermen like mm-hmm. being like, "Oh shit, it's a dragon wing," and then like, <laughs> "Oh fuck." Uh-huh. I was watching a, uh something on YouTube because I do like in between and during the season like these deep dives and different things on YouTube and I don't know if this is factual but I know that this is what I remember from the hours of stuff that I watch that they said that the body of the dragon um washed up on shore mm. of Storm's Inn and Lucerus's body was not there it was just mm. the dragon you know the chicken wing mm-hmm. <laughs> so they just kind of put two and two together mm. and was that like whoever well, if this nigga dead like this whoever was riding this nigga is definitely not here or if you yeah. put the dragon there's together, only two dragons we see so is missing like right. yeah. maybe the baby was riding here and this part is not here we got the top and we got the bottom we have yeah. nothing in the middle yeah he said that dm quit it wouldn't me it wouldn't me just just so you know like can i can, can, can we you know overnight you know, pay, pay 24 hours for this pigeon because i don't want her problems i mean there was only two dragons and one came back crispy so mm-hmm. he gonna be like i told them niggas to take it outside this with me well and they took it outside for real nigga said all right watch this in. Took that shit right up to the clouds, bitch. Fuck this storm. I'm going yeah. to kill you over the storm when you see where it's nice. When you get the sunshine, now you're going to die. You ain't going to die in the rain. That that's was the, the, that's that the, was the best of the part. Show. Yes. Like, the beauty of the show is, because any other show, that was like, we were watching, like, uh, Lord of the Rings or something. That would have meant he was safe. And anyone that's been watching Game of Thrones is like, oh, no. He's going to yeah. die. <laughs> <laughs> you open up visuals for this big jacket to one shot you because like if you would have seen the storm would have been hard at least visually it would have been kind of hard but nah yep. nah everything looked clean boy like they did everything except have butterflies and rainbows <laughs> and shit up there because you knew this little nigga was dead dead when, 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 when i looked up and that nigga looked like he was a ninja in the darkness but just poof i was like oh shit no nigga you dead i, I know yeah. what that means Mm-mm. first of all i knew he was dead when the shadow of Amon's dragon was over his dragon. I right. said, "Oh, yeah. bitch, that is a bicycle. It's a rat. 
and a fucking 18 wheeler. Training wheels. You're not going to make that. That's, you're not going to make that. Soon as he pulled up. Bishop Price Dragon. No, bitch. You're about to die. <laughs> right. As soon as Luke, as soon as he pulled up to the castle and you see Vagar in the background doing this fucking Godzilla shit, over the I castle. said, oh, it's, it's, it's yeah. a wrap for him. I already knew. <laughs> when he hit that sunshine, though, they should have played like Bill Withers a lovely day. Like, just twist the knife. <laughs> like, take it all the way. <laughs> Take it all the way, man. And then have that record scratch right with Vega. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? That baby got more backbone than me. Because I looked at Roger. If I'd have looked up and I'd have seen that dinosaur up there, I'd be like, you know what? I'd have went to them guys. I was like, this is my mama. Nope. I'm I'm like, mama, I can't where do I it. came from. <laughs> can't do it. She's going to be like, you. I'd be like, mama, I went. It, 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 mm, mm, mm. Fuck the note. I'm leaving. I would yeah, like, that's, that's one of my favorite internet memes is the guy who sees the dragon on the castle reverse. Yeah. I'm like, I still, I'm like, Mama. So, Mama, uh, the big dragon's right. there. I want to. I just want to say, Storm is not with us, and I just, I don't. Mine has already been picked, Mama. I need try. I, I mean, need they didn't have GPS. Like he could have just lied and said he couldn't find it. Well, 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 listen. Do you think? Do you think if Luke had a chance, he seen that and he actually returned home, that Renera would have been cool with it, or would she have been like, he wouldn't have made it. You should have went back. Uh, nah, no, she would have been Renera pussy for them kids. You shitting me? Yeah, she would have been I said she pussy for them kids. You shitting me? She was like, "All right, baby, thank you for trying." Thank you. It, it's well, Damon. Damon the first place. She was the one that was like, "No." She practices. Like, how dare you? She practices gentle parenting. Yes. Yes. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So she yeah. would have. She would have let it go. Rainera. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> but that baby. Yeah. yeah, he felt the duty. He felt the, he, he wasn't going to turn yeah. back. He wasn't going to turn back. He felt the duty. He also has the burden of being a, a quote unquote bastard, being a strong. So there's this constant, it seems, this constant of, of all of those kids, um, all those plain featured kids, is this constant <laughs> of trying to prove themselves as like worthy of whatever the position is, right? Whether it's being in charge at Driftmark, whether it's ultimately yeah. taking the throne, it's like they there's this feeling, constant feeling of not really belonging anywhere and everybody knowing. And yeah. so there's no way that he was going to back down on that and not fulfill his duty he felt they they both it's, it's very obvious that they feel like a strong sense of duty and like proving their value the kids that y'all say kids have a heavy burden responsibility in westeros like that's from jump street from 10 you know what i mean like or even younger you just feel like yo i have to do this this is as you say this is my duty this is my job and it's it's sad that as a child you got to think like that that's crazy to me yeah i'm, I'm not built like that Mm-mm. all right i Allison. mean yeah but you know what's crazy these these kids got it the easiest. Yep. Them other kids down there growing fingernails and flea bottom teeth. Flea bottom niggas. <laughs> Having the fights. The, they in the motherfucking fight club and shit. Like these the these the kids that had it easy. Oh, you got a dragon? Oh no. Oh, not the burden of flying private everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> I hear you. Okay, what so we talked a lot about you know, the people we like, the things we like going on, the funny shit, but are there any particular scenes or episodes? that you enjoyed the most this season, that you think really was like the heart of the show for you? I enjoy, and maybe this is not really the answer to the question, but I enjoyed every moment with them Black people. I really did. That's an answer. I really did. Yeah, I enjoyed every moment with them Black people. And I think, full disclaimer, I think everybody's wig was bad. So I was disturbed also Thank you. by hmm. the lock wigs. Like, Thank I don't you. Feel like it was, yeah, I don't feel like it was specific to the Black folks. Everybody's wigs were bad. And it seemed like they, except for Damon in those first few episodes, because his later wigs were also bad. You know what I'm saying? But 
I think that there seemed to be a decision to spend less money on hair. And maybe it was because they knew they had, um, you know, so many of these white haired folks and didn't want to fully put that same money that they did into the previous series. But everybody's hair was bad. But anyway, I love those black people. I really do wish the hair. <laughs> I could talk about the hair for two hours. <laughs> but, but Denicia, the, the budget for the hair don't come close to the budget to do a CGI dragon. You know what I'm saying? Like, come on, y'all could have spared some more. True. Yeah, the hair was disturbing. I felt like the the there, it's something when you are again, everyone's hair was bad, but when you are portraying black folks on screen, like our hair is so significant. Yes. You know what I'm saying? To us in a way that it's not for straight hair folks, that I really did need to see the weight of Corliss's locks. Like it was like they did good up top, and then at the end, it was just like like a, a little, like a feather. Like, everybody's, everybody's hair was bad. So that was really disappointing. But every scene kind of with those black folks, I think the, the power of, like, Corliss, his vibe, his ambition. Um, I think Damon coming in, telling the truth. I think he knew that he could be murdered for telling the truth. He didn't care. You know what I'm saying? He was She's like, enough whore. is enough. Yeah, enough is enough. I don't care what happens to me. He knew. Um, so I just, I really liked that whole essence. I know there was some conversation early on about uh, making them black and even black folks were like, well, is there any significance to this or whatever? But I really think that they wrote them in well. Um, yeah. So I enjoyed it. I just want better hair for all. Like they definitely, they didn't take any notes from fucking Bridgerton at all. They said, fuck it. We're gonna just wing it because the hair was bad but i enjoyed them on screen a lot say goodbye to your credit card rewards greedy corporate mega stores led by walmart and target are pushing for a law in congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets the durbin marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it if you love your credit card rewards tell your lawmakers hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Huh? That's what's up. That's what's up. Anything else? Any other scenes uh, or people or things? I got a couple. One. Yeah. Uh, Damon's Call of Duty streak. 
uh, <laughs> when he killed the crab king that his kill streak <laughs> that shit gave me like john snow battle of the bastards level like yeah oh he is not the one to fuck with i don't need like up until that point i wasn't sure to be honest i was like Same. just kind of like a spoiled fuck boy yeah but this nigga won a war off of pure spite i have nothing but respect for that <laughs> like he knew help was coming and that's what spurred him to be like nah fuck that that's crazy and then the other one is um patty constantine i think that's his name um patty yeah um Viserys. Viserys in like episode eight this nigga put the whole show on his back whole show and bro. i don't think i've ever seen a character take over a show with acting like that because it was like this I, I i when i see pictures of him on like instagram and shit is his real self i'll be like how did you do that bro like mm-hmm. you really became like this dying yoda figure for like like this nigga took 12 minutes to get to the throne and we watched <laughs> all 12 minutes and was like oh he gonna right, make like it that. come on and like that speech <laughs> he gave it like in episode eight it I, it's illogically as i watched it i was like yeah y'all are family y'all can figure this out because he mm-hmm. was just that good for three minutes when he was taking off his mask like look at my face it's not as handsome as it used to be or maybe it never was and i was just like this nigga right here is like he it felt like big mama dying in fucking soul food where you were just like when this man dies the whole family is gonna be in chaos and that's yeah. exactly what happened and he really yeah. brought that shit to life so shout out to him yeah i think that was my favorite scene just because I always had some shit to say about Viserys. I'm like, he sucks as a king. He's not a good leader. And that's all still true. But when it came to the power of his presence and the implications of what he could do, when he finally did come through mm-hmm. and, the, you know, what that really meant and all the weight behind it and that that no matter what, he is, he got Rhaenyra. Like, went mm-hmm. off his meds. Went said, off- no milk of the poppy for me today. Mm-hmm. I got shit to felt do. That. Okay? I felt that. I felt Even that when they took him to heart. bed and you could tell that his missing eye and face was starting to hurt too bad. Like, and they had to pick this nigga up and take him to bed. Like, yeah. it felt like when James Brown used to get, like, dragged off the stage and they put the cape on him and shit. It was like, <laughs> this nigga gave us acting. <laughs> and the final fucking scene, him reaching out to the spirit of his dead wife who we apparently, you know, like he had been fucked up over that decision because they started this character to me at the lowest point of any character. You yeah. let your wife die with this ABCD section shit. And and we was like, what? why the fuck would you do that? You said you loved her, bro. And then he gets that disease and just lets the disease eat his body away as like penance for like, yeah. I, because I did fuck up. It, uh, amazing. No, that was it, amazing. It's amazing. And he deserves an Emmy for that. Like that, that was yeah, beyond. That was beyond. I have a I have a completely different favorite scene. Um, being the fact that one of my favorite conversations in Game of Thrones was the chaos is a ladder conversation. Mm-hmm. I just thought that shit was like so fucking epic. Yeah. I love the conversation between Vis- Viserys and Rhaenyra, I think in episode like one or two, when they're by Balerion the Dread. And then you mm-hmm. have like the dagger and he's telling her the song of ice and fire. And like I'm just so mesmerized not only by the game but by the fact that it's kind of like poetic and it's like we're trying to protect everybody from this looming threat and we don't know where it's coming and then you can kind of understand how it's supposed to get passed down from generation and where it's going to end because you're about to start this whole civil war and all of this other shit that's going on and i just thought that conversation was fire and then to see like the dagger that you know um 
Arya used to kill the Night King. Like, it was just like a full circle moment for me. And I just like, as an ELA teacher, it's like the plot points and like putting these mm -hmm. little pieces together mm -hmm. because I still have questions from the original Game of Thrones. And until this fat motherfucker finished the book, I'm still going to have questions. So, you know, that was good for me. I'm sick like, of him because I, I still don't understand, like, what did the White Walkers want, bro? Like, what, <laughs> what, what did they want? And why Nothing. I still don't Nothing. know 10 years later? Like, you, that, that's not true. I am a Slytherin, okay? I love villains. I love them to the death of me. They always have a reason. Give me the fucking re I can't continue to sleep every night and not know why. <laughs> I think, I think I the thing you. about them is, though, they are just that force of nature. It just shows you that humans will can have all these arguments they want and in the end the world will deal with everything if you don't get around to dealing with that like it's literally just it's like climate change even you know it's just like message. you know yeah message. but i, I think you guys just like what was the reason i think this i think it's supposed to be the like the theme of the white walkers however i think what they their actual mission was as inferred from like Children of the Forest. It's supposed to be Children of the Forest versus mm -hmm. the White Walkers because the Children of the Forest created the White Walkers. Right. Yeah. And I think what they really wanted was to get revenge on the Children of the Forest that remain in Westeros. But we never, they never get that far because they're down based by like River Run, or mm -hmm. they, like so they don't, they never really get that far. But I think what the ultimate thing was 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 getting revenge on the people that made them because we saw the scene where the guy was mm -hmm. created, the Night King was created. Yeah. So I think that's what the ultimate goal was, but we don't it know that It wasn't even that sure. many children that you need to turn everybody into White Walkers. There was yeah. enough for them for the... There was enough for them for, for Bran to have power. Yeah. There was enough for them to create Bran as another, whatever, One-Eyed Raven. Or, so. yeah. Fuck Brandon Stark. I hate that bitch, too. Thank you. <laughs> I, think, I think for me, uh, some of my favorite scenes was I liked when the kids was fighting. Like to yeah. me, that I was guess. like, "Oh, let's go!" Because Sir Christian had trained him. He, you can see him kind of left foot, right foot, takes his punch, twist, twirl. I got too much weight, and he was like, "I take on all you bitches." Who else want to <laughs> fuck with Hollywood? Cole. Oh. He, you know, he came in there bold. You know, so that's one of my favorite scenes. And also, I like the fact that in this show, they show birth as a character. Giving birth is mm. its own character, mm -hmm. and it shows the danger of it, and it shows the, uh, even though women, quote-unquote, don't go and, like, fight battles like that, most women do, they still have their own battles. So I, I do appreciate them showing the harshness of it, showing the brutality of it, um, because people are stupid. I can guarantee you some people probably have never seen anything like that in their lives. They probably have never mm. seen a live birth before. So I could see some people go, oh, that's not like, well, this is what the fuck regular ass women I have think, to go through all the time. I, I think it's such an upgrade from Game of Thrones to replace this sort of like being a woman is violence and scary. And it's a battlefield, even in a peacetime with like all the sexual exploitation that was in mm. Game of Thrones. Like, to, yeah, like these things to me are actually harder to watch than that shit where you're like. Mm -hmm. Oh my God. Oh God. This is her bringing a life into the world. Like, oh, this, like I would never touch any penis. Leave me alone. I'm gay. Leave me the fuck. Y'all niggas got too many plans for my vagina. And it makes you really appreciate that shit in a way. And, um, the one thing I was going to say about the White Walkers is I think they represent gentrification. And the reason I say this is 
if you ever lived in a black place when you start seeing white people walking for like <laughs> exercise you realize the danger that you that your climate is in that you about the rent's about to go up and you about to have to get the fuck out so seeing a legion of white walkers take over and what reason do white walkers have to do it because they white like they don't need a reason the rent is cheaper here and we <laughs> want a different climate so it made sense to me oh and one more thing one more thing that i love about this show don't go to anybody's parties no weddings, weddings or no funerals, funerals. do not go because that shit gonna end and who death. all gonna be there we don't went from the red wedding we don't went from 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 you know you're showing up and somebody getting beat to death you know like like that that's my motto of the show if you get invitations put like this just 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 go on dragon amazon and buy them pick pick something pick something after q and send that shit to them remember like with best loves and wishes right did you don't go i love dragon you brought amazon that is that she what you did, did? Dragazon. <laughs> I love I love that you I brought up this. the weddings because my other favorite scene was um Rainera's wedding to what's the boy's name? Lenor. Lenor. Lenor, yes. I love that. I love first of all, that whole episode is epic. Yes. But I really do love that their relationship between uh Rainera and Lenor was one of the only pure relationships besides Corliss and Rainier. Yeah was one of the only pure relationships in the series because it was very clear that even though, you know, shenanigans, trickery, they had each other's back. They had each other's back. You know what I'm saying? So from that wedding and and her knowing that he was grieving in that moment and, like, she wiped his tear and it's like, we're, you know, two kids that are kind of just doing our duty and, like, doing what we have to do up through the end where it kind of feels like, oh, she's going to kill this dude. And doesn't because at the end of the day, we're still trying to navigate being who we are and, and our station. We're trying to navigate it together and I'm not going to kill you, you know, for game. We'll figure it out. So I like that they kind of had each other's back this whole time. Mm-hmm. Um, so I enjoy that scene and we see that kind of carry through the, throughout the whole series. You know yeah. what? I can't wait uh, for them to be doing something and he pull up in his gay boat. Poof, 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 poof. And be like, hey, I'm back. And they're going to be like, bitch, you told me my son was was a dad. I can't wait because that nigga is not dead. They're going to show no. up. No. No, he in the summer. He, I was he, chilling. He's he going to have some glitter. He's he going to have back all soon. the tropes. He's going to show up and be like, y'all thought I was dead. I thought uh, he was coming back too. But when I realized that Sea Smoke is still just chilling there without him. and somebody When, he, when they said that, I said, nigga, he's just in the, somebody, on the rocks. Sunbathing. Somebody else that don't take that dragon. So... That nigga is worthless. I don't. I don't think he's coming back either. Yeah, but, he worthless. You know, I like. I just like that they averted the trope of yes. killing gay people and all these. Okay, it's always like this person is gay. Well, no need yeah. to keep them around on all yeah. these fucking sci-fi shows and shit. Rest yeah. in peace, you know, <laughs> Joffrey of the Flowers, the Night of Flowers, whatever yeah, the fuck yeah. you say. Was. Ain't the dragons like uh like almost like dogs, but they can sense they own. Ain't he gonna be doing something? And he got, everybody gonna look up and like, why is this big ass dragon flying over our head? It won't go away. No, nope. the dragon just gonna be following him. No, no, that, that dragon, that dragon really is like, him like that anyway. Yeah, no, Damon much. named him when they said how many dragons we got left. And when Damon yeah. was explaining who's who, he said that nigga was just chilling, like just yep. waiting. And I'm like, so also oh, that's what happens. I you thought, have to like go sync your Bluetooth to the dragon. <laughs> and he just, he just, <laughs> it got disconnected and never, and, and he didn't reboot it. He just disconnected and left. He's out of range. Yeah, he's, he's kind of had to. I've had enough. I've had enough of you rod you and your wife <laughs> i've had enough, I've had enough. Uh, like a bluetooth 
Why do y'all think it's this funny? This may be a hard comparison. This was actually asked of me of Tahoe when I when I I was on their show for a little bit. Tahoe asked me when you come to when you think about the first season of Game of Thrones, the original, and the first season of this show. Do you what do you think? Do you think this one is better? Do you just have a different take on it? Like, what are your thoughts? I think they're different shows. I think they're both excellent, though. I thought the first season of House of Dragon was excellent. I think the first season of Game of Thrones is excellent. So it's like, you know, I can't really say that one was... I Earlier on, I did say that I felt like Game of Thrones is like The Wire and House of Dragon is like power because it's much, to me <laughs> at least, I haven't watched Game of Thrones in a while, but House of Dragon seems so much more soap opery, and it, it mm. moves so much quicker like a soap opera where, mm -hmm. you know, things just happen, and then you got to keep up. If you're not watching that shit every day, you miss it. So that's how I feel like House of Dragons is a bit more dramatic where it's like, let's get to the point, and let's, ha let's turn up the drama, and a yeah. bit too gratuitous with the violence, which was even, or not the violence, I felt like maybe the, the way it dealt with women. Even though I feel what you said, Rod, it really does show how terrible it is for a woman i felt like especially in that first episode that shit was just way too much like that was unnecessary i love and that so the knowledge base that they have from doing eight seasons of a different show mm -hmm. you can see it here yeah mm -hmm. and like in any way that this show had too much moments it was so intentional it wasn't yeah. like they were shocked the next week like even in that birth scene with Ama dying they have went and consulted like a bunch of mothers and people that had de dealt with miscarriage and stillbirth mm. and shit and been like, is this too much? And people were like, that's actually not enough. Mm. So they, they were actually dialing that back to be like, this is what women go through and this is what the men expect the women to go through. And how this nigga was so thirsty for a boy heir that he let that happen to his wife. Like, yep. so, um, I love that the budget obviously different than season one Game of Thrones. I mean, yeah, dragons like every other week and shit. Mm -hmm. uh, like I still remember that opening scene to season one Game of Thrones, and I was like, "This is gonna be the shit." And we didn't see a white walker for like five seasons. After that. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't see shit. <laughs> that was like, oh, actually, guys, it costs a lot to make giants. Uh, we'll see y'all when we get when we get renewed. Um, I thought the pacing. I like the pacing. Mm -hmm. Me too. Like. The fast paced shit, I prefer that. Me too. Um, very unpopular opinion, but my, the pacing was the fa my favorite part of the last seasons was them actually being like, no more three weeks for a raven to arrive. Is mm -hmm. we said a raven's being sent. The next scene is a raven flying into a castle. I'm like, thank you. We could have been on this shit. Y'all could have no told DBZ us so shit. much more. Yeah. I love I love the speeches and shit, but fam, we need to wrap this up. No one's getting younger, and the niggas never gonna write them books. Um, and, <laughs> Sorry, and so I thought that's those are the things that made it better to me. Um, even though I, I I'm with Ben, I enjoy both. It's like trying to pick yeah. a favorite. Yeah, yeah. It, I mean, I think I, I I agree with you saying like <laughs> <Thank you. laughs> that. The this episode, this series learned a lot from the first, but I think just from a pure and and there's lots of nuances, but just from a pure entertainment perspective, like the first season of Game of Thrones took me a while to get into. Like I did, it didn't grab me right away. And then, even then, I was like, "Why do I care?" And then, by the time I was with it, Ned, Ned, Ned had his head cut off. You know what I'm saying? And you know, it was a little late in the game technically for a first season. <laughs> Whereas with <laughs> House of Dragons, I was in that day fucking one, and yeah. I saw that with so many other people who don't even care about the genre. They were in that shit day one, and perhaps yeah. that is the power effect that Ben is talking about because you can. That's just one 
trope, if you will, that you're able to grab anybody, no matter what walk of life they're from and what they even expect or even know about this. It's an extreme comparison. Let's not pretend. <laughs> Look, Compar- I love power. power. Let's not, let's not hate on power. No, no, no. I know, but I think even the separation between the Game of Thrones and House of Dragons is not as broad as The Wire versus Power. Like, power is, is it's a not straight that straight up <laughs> opera. Yeah, yes. it's not as yeah. broad. Let's not no. get ludicrous here. I mean, I don't think Game of Thrones is on the level of The Wire, so that you know, we can't even give it that. You know, like that's that's a it's hard. It's not. Push it's not. But but itself. yeah, I just I just think from a just being able to latch on quickly and really sit there and understand what's going on, and then even. A lot of stuff that Dodge talks about, like really playing with the intricacies of the characters and their roles and how they interact with each other and how they they really fuck with each other's minds the entire time. No matter where you think the person falls in good or bad, everyone is fucking with each other. And you're sitting there as a bystander, you know, just having your own thoughts about it. It's it's just it just takes human nature to just another level and puts it in story form. And I and I really love that about this show. Mm-hmm. Unpopular opinion for me. I think I like uh, season one of Game of Thrones more than season one of House of Dragon. And there's, there's only one reason. I feel like what the piece that made me fall in love with Game of Thrones were these very intricate intellectual conversations. Mm. It was very like Game of Thrones was giving Real Housewives of Atlanta. Like it was shade. And you had to really think and like really understand like, I think Viserys, I mean, I think, um, what's my bullheaded nigga name again? Oh, um, Varys. Varys. Varys, right. I think Varys really just like wild Littlefinger up. And then Littlefinger, I think that he subtly just said, you ain't got no dick to Mm -hmm. your face. Mm -hmm. And then like, and and it was just like you, those conversations are conversations that I replay. Now, just like you, Tati, like, I tried to watch Game of Thrones the first season for years. And I was just like, I'm not getting jiggy with this shit. This is the most boring episode that I've ever seen before in my life. I never got to Bran getting pushed out the window. And then wow. when I saw him get pushed wow. out the window, cause I still like a little bit of action, like, Oh, y'all just murked a baby. Now I gotta right. see what happened next. <laughs> right. But I do like the action of this better. Like I do like the fact that even though I am completely traumatized by all pregnancy scenes in this, mm-hmm. that, like yes. I have a child and I'm traumatized. Like, that's what niggas go through. I ain't have to go through none of that shit. That baby came out in an hour and a half. Okay. Oh, wow. That little nigga I'm glad says, we got medicines and shots. Like, yeah. I was like, oh, she gonna do that. Oh, she ain't getting no epidural? Bitch. <laughs> like, so I'm traumatized because in my head, I was like, yeah, I want to try for a son. And then I'm looking at all these sons in the show like, eh, it ain't no- <laughs> Bitches is dying for sons. I ain't finna. I got one. One is enough. Like, I think I just relate to it on a different level, but I hope that I know season two is going to be crazy because it's like Mm -hmm. the middle of the Civil War. But I just hope that that we find some type of characters that are are Varys or Tyrion like Mm -hmm. and that can bring that intellectual shady shit. Out because that's what I loved about Game oh, of Thrones. I'm I think we like, do Bigfoot, Littlefoot. He go, he gonna be out here. No, he fuck that little cripple bitch. I don't like him. <laughs> I don't like him. I don't fucking like. Him. That's what he's like to me. I was like, how are you so light on your goddamn feet? Nobody hear you coming. Right, you sneaking around. <laughs> it don't make no sense. How's that possible? This big ass <laughs> boot, and you be like, here I am. I be like, shit, where you come from, nigga? And nigga, Batman. It's giving like. <laughs> 
it's giving like it's like quasimodo vibes like it's yes. not like i'm not fucking feeling him and it's like you're not even you're not even fire enough to be pulling the shit that you pulling like at least little finger was fire fucking yeah. Tyrion, his little sexy dwarf ass he was fucking fire you mm-hmm. understand me you got this ugly measly little meek like Oh, I'm so yeah. broken. Nobody, it's nobody. Like, no, me. you a little bitch. Like at least yeah, figure he I, stood in that shit. He, he did. stood in that shit. Like I'm not jacking y'all know I'm a little bit at all. I I would <laughs> like to see um good. I would like to see this show uh move with disabled characters a little bit different. Like mm. do they always have Maybe to be violating a tool them? For, well, yeah, they're either a tool for evil or a tool for like you know when what's that king sacrificed his daughter who had half the grace. Mm-hmm. Or even Viserys, you know, it, it, yeah. it's, uh, he's living with a disability like for years. You know what I'm saying? So like, mm-hmm. I would like to see in this show. Can we just? And I know uh, for the time that they're supposed to be in, which is not yeah. a real time because this shit is fantasy. But I know uh-huh. that uh-huh. there was a certain kind of treatment, of course, of disabled mm-hmm. folks. But I would like to see them at least like give me a disabled folk that's person that's just a regular nigga who's a part of the game, like everybody else, instead of leveraging them as a tool for either suffering, misery, evil, you know, they're mm. up to something, or, you know, or even Hodor. Even Hodor is like this, oh my God, Hodor, symp- mm. sympathetic kind of character. Like, give me just a regular nigga that their disability is not you leveraged, you know, for some kind of like, well, as, think, as a character trait. You know what I I think saying? that's interesting because I would say like Bran and Tyrion definitely were like, two characters that were like complete like three-dimensional good and bad say goodbye to your credit card rewards greedy corporate mega stores led by walmart and target are pushing for a law in congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets the durbin marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it if you love your credit card rewards tell your lawmakers hands off my rewards tell them to oppose the durbin marshall credit card bill as humans we're naturally driven by the search for better but when it comes to hiring the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all don't search match with indeed when i was looking to hire someone it was so slow and overwhelming i wish i had used indeed if you need to hire you need indeed Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. I would say Tyrion. Tyrion. Yes. Right. And, yes. and I think that they navigated the, um, 
the experience that he had of being a little person and the discrimination he experienced, yeah. of course, that's going to, you know, make you a certain kind of person or whatever. And I think he was a whole figure. I think mm. Bran kind of falls into the mystical Negro mm-hmm. trope, even like mm. disability, yeah. of course. But that, oh, he's a he's a mystical. He can't walk, but look when he's in a trance. And, you know, it, it to me, that was a part of the disability thing is that he's disabled, but he's magical. Um, but I agree with you in that. Yeah, I do think Tyrion was like so kind of this the only thing I push back on. The only thing I push back on Brando is like he would have had that ability whether like he was disabled or not. Like it wasn't like he only got that because he got pushed out that window when Jamie was like the things I do for love. Um, and then I also think whether you know whether you agree with it or not, the show was trying to tell us he's the only person that can be trusted with this power. Like all these other motherfuckers, able-bodied, whatever you see, the realm will never have peace with any of them. Even Jon Snow, your fave, even Arya Stark, mm-hmm. your fave. All these motherfuckers fighting around. The only thing they could do was protect this. They had to form a team and work together to protect this dude who is disabled, but was the key to everything. So, um, I don't think we have that in House of the Dragon. Like, I think, so like, even if, like I said, even if we want to give them credit for those couple of characters, this this ain't that like like laris is such a uh far cry from that i and low-key like i fuck with laris though because i like that he's read the books he's playing the game he's not trying to be good and he's just like okay so we killing niggas obviously that's the answer and you're like ah bro calm down no i think we need to kill some niggas uh that was wink that was your dad and your brother well you know what it is toes before bros we killing niggas (laughs) over here toes before bros say the word say less like i do like that kind of character being on the show because to me those people keep it spicy it's boring it's boring when everyone does the right thing or everyone has you know everyone's holding back like renera is Mm -hmm. right now like no i i got excited when when they killed renera's kid because i said she's gonna stop holding back Let's get to the okay. fighting. Like I, I'm not watching this shit rooting for peace at all. I don't want peace. I want problems. <laughs> I think we take we're, we're not realizing that. Um, regardless of how much of a bad bitch he is, Aemon Targaryen is technically disabled. This thing's got one see, eye. Mm-hmm. He's flying around on a dragon in the middle of a storm. Like mm-hmm. so, we're gonna get a full character from Aemon. Like he's not. Um, but it right. is a physical disability. Mm-hmm. And then if you want to be technical, um. Aegon the first, his wife is given the spectrum, so she mm-hmm. she got it too. So we got both of them. Got the two of them. No, this is true, but that goes to my point, um, Daja. Just real quick, when you bring About up that the wife, that goes, yeah, like her her disability is being leveraged in a way that makes it like, oh, she's she's like a weirdo or like she's like she's a fortune teller, like she sees or like the future. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, but I but I understand. I agree with you that Aemon's uh, one eyedness is a disability. Um, but I, I do think that there is a pattern. You know? Yeah. Now he got a like sapphire eye, so they're making like him seem extra cool for it now. You he know, is it's like cool. yeah, yeah. yeah. If, I, if I lost an eye, I would definitely go with sapphire. Now that I seen this show, that should go with an emerald flame. Yeah, something. P- Portia, what you got? Fire. Um, I was gonna say that um, I think with like the disability rep, I think it's awful because the way that. George R. R. Martin wrote it was awful, and I don't think they, they've interrogated how to be better about it in the show in a way that George R. R. Martin did not live up to in the books. And I think that's just they're just doing that; they're just repeating the same problems. Um, so I, I agree a lot with Janusia. Um, for me, I think uh, the thing that like Game of Thrones, like having a Tyrion, having 
someone who's like in the spinning a web like Varys or who someone who thinks they're like for me Varys and Littlefinger do not have that much difference and when it comes to like going after what they want themselves and putting themselves over the realm but acting like they're trying to be something bigger they're both playing a game for like Mm self-interest and they're not really trying to make the world change anything for the better at all right um I think that for like one thing I keep considering about this is the fact that like because I too like Varys is like one of my favorite characters um for Game of Thrones I don't have a Varys figure here that I like looking for I know that Miseria is supposed to some at some point get a little bit more into the mix I don't know how that's going to work with how she's with Hightower right now we'll see what happens um, but I think for me, I keep coming back to the fact that like, we can't, we're not really going to get those characters like a Tyrion or a Varys or whatever, because this is preceding them. Like Varys and everyone learned from what happened in A Dance of Dragons to be like, okay, we've seen what's happened when there's no one sitting in the council who has the good of the realm at heart. Mm-hmm. So I have to play the game from the good of the realm because no one else is going to do it. Mm. And this is, this is the lesson that gets learned for Varys to happen. So I really, I'm, I'm on with Deja. Like I would love, Deja would love um, to have a character that lets just sit in the cut, make spinning webs and making things happen. I don't think that we're supposed to get it because this is the lesson you learn from to make that happen later. Fair point, fair point. Yeah, that's a great point, honestly. And like the intellectual in me, I think that um, even though we're talking about House of Dragons, um, I, I think that um, Lord of the Rings kind of was was the I needed both of them, mm-hmm. and I'm happy that they both came out at the same time. So I kind of got my fill from both of them at the same time, if that makes sense. Gotcha. I haven't watched Lord of the Rings, so I just feel like I couldn't handle both of these at the same time. <laughs> I couldn't do no, it. It was it. too much. <laughs> Please go watch that. Okay. Um, all right. So we're going to start wrapping up now. Um, we usually do this thing called Dragoon of the Week, where we talk about our MVP of the, se- of the episode, but this time of the season, like your favorite character season or someone that you thought was the absolute worst of the entire season. Who's y'all Dragoon of the Week? And it could be either or, best or worst or both. But let me know what y'all think and think on that for a little bit. Amon. For best or worst? Best. Or both. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's not best or worst. You know, I, Amon's just my favorite. Just Amon. Still. Okay. Yeah, for, just for, fave. Just in general fave. But I, do you I, have... I'm going to give him a hero of the story for setting off the whole, you know... For setting off the war. Yeah. The much. Dance of the Dragons. Okay. Yeah. Great. Somebody had to do it. Somebody yeah. had to eliminate all dragons. Got it. I hate Christian Cole I'm going... more than I hate anybody else on that fucking show. I can't fucking stand him. Why did this nigga have Sanchez And the face-ass nigga. He get on my fucking I was nerves, just going to say... Fuck Christian Cole or everything he stand on. Fuck his family. Fuck his family name. Fuck his face. Everything. Come on. Fuck that nigga. Tati, this is why we like this. Because you get it. Because you see the bitch in him. Like, the bitch exudes from his pores. And it's nothing I hate more than a bitch-ass nigga. Like, what's wrong with you, bro? I really like, 
I will say you uh, was about to off yourself off a little piece of pussy, and then now you a fucking traitor, and you sitting here and you and you being extra, and you actually like you so good, like you so good, you so holy, you should have been got that white cloak take to taken off. Like who the fuck you think you are? You was a bitch. Like you sitting here like you on a moral high ground. Denise, we were thinking that we did say that in our episode. We did say that because the power imbalance. Yeah, yes. that's his boss. Blah, blah, blah. Right. At Correct. the same time, Rhaenyra, Sir Christian Cole, he couldn't say, no, "Nah, I got a bout." Nah, no, I gotta you can't say no. You got a bout. You did. The fact that the matter, he did say, he did even, say no. By I'm the not way. even mad about that. I'm not even mad about that. I'm mad about the fact of how you moved. Afterwards, you were near murking niggas at her wedding. You were near pressing people. Like, stop being weird, yo. All right, you got some <laughs> box. Just take it and go. Like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Again, and now you on the outside. You got a piece of pussy, and now you opping. He didn't want to play the game. And then you killing. You killing elders. It was a sexual assault. So he was sexually assaulted. It was not a piece <sighs> of pussy or a piece of box. He was sexually <laughs> assaulted in the fucking workplace. He also, we all know niggas like this. Semantics. Wow. But you being HR, Janicia, you being HR. It's people watching this right now who's afraid to take their whole lunch break, okay? Because they believe in the system so much and stick to the rules so hard. And now we see a nigga who tries to play by the rules. He nope. was trying to play I'm by the not... rules. He was assaulted. He was betrayed no. by the rules. No. He got now this new queen, this new queen no. who holds him down, who lets him live, who lets him murder at will. Okay. You giving that's that nigga that's out. Stop giving that's this bitch project. nigga out. This is why this is the that's only reason project. why I don't agree. That's this is the only there's only finish. one reason why I don't agree. Let me finish. Let me finish. That's her spe- special project. We all know niggas who believe in the system. We all know women who believe Fuck in the him. system. It's these believing in the system ass niggas who make <laughs> these same mistakes because they think that things are supposed to go a certain way. And when the system fails them because they believed in it so strongly, even though it was people like us saying the system is broken, we need to dismantle it. When you believe in the system so strongly and get betrayed by it, you become a villain. You turn to a villain. So that's what happens. So to say I'm that he's you have operating it. out of something else, he even... Even still, he even still, when he's talking to Amon about how you're supposed to talk about women, like, oh, there could be, you know, he's he's still being captive by the system. He's a victim of the nah, system. But I think not. you can't, we cannot dismiss, we cannot dismiss, it doesn't matter how she tiny, it doesn't matter what size <laughs> Rhaenyra <laughs> is, we can't dismiss the power dynamic in that, and he was sexually assaulted and is living with that trauma, and him and Allison themselves in each other. That's just what it I, is. I won't and I'm away. not going to let it happen. I'm not going to let it happen for one reason and one reason only. And this is what I love about Game of Thrones and this is what I hate about the internet sometimes. Just this. We are in 2022. We understand what the fuck is going on in 2022. We understand what's right, what's wrong and indifferent. We are talking about Game of Thrones that is set in a medieval time where they are marrying fucking 10-year-olds. They are fucking each other's brothers and sisters and twins and aunts and uncles and cousins. We 
cannot, we cannot pull these 2022, these modern day ideals and put it in the scope of that time. I'm not giving him sexual assault in that time because if we're going to do that, then we got to go down the line of incest. We got to go down the line of manipulation from Sir Otto it to his own child. Yeah, it is. But they don't argue but that in then, the show. Back then, that's, not what it is. that's okay. It's okay back no, then. And I'm not it saying it's it wasn't okay for now. Nah. Nah, it was okay. Saying, no, when Jamie Lannister was fucking his Daja. twin. Niggas wasn't batting a goddamn eyelash out there. I and niggas batting. knew. Lots of eyes. Lots of I batted eyes. all the eyes. Yes. And no, I the Lannisters. Westeros no, 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 people wait. weren't batting eyelashes. That's what I'm it's, saying. We're, we're, we're conflating too many things. They be marrying sisters and mothers and fathers and cousins and nah. There's a difference. Not giving that to Christian. Fuck him. There's a difference between saying it should not be in the show and interrogating it. I think it should be in there, just like the incest, just like, I understand why it's there. I'm not saying that it was too problematic to exist in the show. What I'm saying is that it existed in that time, just like not caring about your wives and dying in childbirth and fucking marrying your sister. All those things existed and we can look at it. We can look at, the trauma still comes from it. We can look at it now that we know what it is and interrogate it in a certain way. So just because it existed in that context doesn't mean that we cannot look at it with the eyes that we have now. This argument, I'm not, I'm not going to take it there. Yeah, I think, I think also, the reality, the reality of it is that the reality of it is that it's written for us to watch in 2022. So of course we bring in all our shit to it. I mean, y'all just had a big conversation about disability a second ago. That's not something the the show is talking like. In within the characters in the show, that's not a conversation. It's a conversation for us. We recap, we talk about these shows, we bring whatever we have in life to it. Um, and I think, you know, with a lot of stuff, when you don't like somebody or don't like a character, it's like we, we want to take it away from them. But I think that's what's beautiful about this show mm-hmm. is that they kind of considered that. And every good character has something fucked up they did. Every bad character has something that fucked up that happened to them. And there's ways to be like, uh, yeah, they're still fuckboy. Like, Kristen still is is a wild dude that's killing motherfuckers at the goddamn conference call. But it doesn't, but it doesn't necessarily mean that what happened to him doesn't matter, you know? And I think the same yeah. thing for, like, Allison. Um, when people were really turning on her and then they show that scene with Viserys having sex with her and his body's all fucked up. And you're like, oh, shit, yeah. I'm fucked up. Does, like, like, and I I'm love that up. the show does that. I think... The, the a lot of the a lot of the credit that shows like the will of time and um lord of rings are getting right now is a bit unfair over this because i don't think they build deal with disability or any of these like troubling issues that we talk about any better than this show they just don't talk about them and they don't put those characters on the show and they and they just don't have the discussion so this show has the discussion and we go back and go, well, we didn't like this part or we did like that, but at least they're attempting to put some of that stuff out there. And this is a great example because if you switch the gender, it's just Aegon having sex with a handmaiden and then or raping a handmaiden and then calling it like, why did it was just a little fun. That's essentially what people, but all you did was flip the genders when it's, when it's right now, it's like, nigga, it was just a little fun. Why didn't he get over it? It's, it and I love that the show does that because it, it kind of makes, hypocrites of us all in in many right. ways where our how, how or examines our conversations in many ways where it's like oh you didn't see it that way when it was this character but now that it's this character is different yeah I, you know what 
Thank you, Rod. Thank you for being the voice reason. You're right. Janicia, you, you're absolutely right with, with your approach and how you did that. Dodge, I think you're also right in, how, in your energy in this. Um, the only thing no one has ever mentioned in this whole conversation was how punchable Christian Cole's face is. Fuck uh-huh. that nigga. Fuck that. I don't give a shit. He's Can y'all explain? Uh, y'all, y'all know the books and shit. Why can't he just kill people and there's just not like a trial or even a Cause conversation? Because he's a cop. Because he's a cop. Because he's a cop. He's That's, a cop. But ain't he's it literally other cops 12. on the show From, and they don't do what Christian do. Like, Sir Harold gave up his cloak and his motherfucking, like, hey, call me when y'all get y'all shit together. I'm not with this. Christian Cole just straight up killed Lord Beesbury and they was like, don't move the body yet. We need to finish talking. <laughs> How the fuck is nobody having this conversation every week? Beesbury? Okay, let's do this. In the book, they're what, like, in the book, Christian and Kristen, Sir Christian and Rhaenyra like don't really have a thing until like she's older okay. and it lasts longer. I don't know. I don't know, but that's that's because what's in the show is different than what we get in the books. Okay. And I don't know why they chose to make it a little different just for the for the for just to do it. Mm-hmm. So him killing Sir Joffrey during her betrothal, that never happened in the books. That wasn't a thing that he was carrying around with him because, like, I don't know if they were even seeing each other like that until after she was married. Okay. I think that was a thing about her kids being bastards. They could have been equally his or Strong's, but everybody um, knew about Strong and that's why it becomes the whole a thing or whatever. Um, however, the whole Beesbury situation has always been shrouded in mystery and it could there is so there are multiple different people in the room who people are like we don't know if it's him him or him who killed him but one of them killed him but we're all gonna just act like he had a stroke like so mm. that's that's how he gets away with it in the books the show does not make any sense for how that's happening it se- okay. seems like Allison's just giving him immunity herself she's like I'm using the power of the queen this yeah. man is innocent of all things if I say it I'm power of the queen then she gets to do it and Viserys is like. I'm going to allow Allison to have one power and that is to allow to do whatever she wants with Sir Christian Cole. I don't know what the logic is in the show. Okay. Thank you. That's fair. Okay. All right. We got to wrap up y'all. <laughs> um, there's any, any last words or thoughts about this season, the characters or anything like you just feel like, you know what we, we you got to address before we get out. Of I want to make sure that we, yeah, I just want, I want to make sure that we respect put respect on um, Queen Lena's uh, whole portrayal. I loved mm-hmm. Lena; she was my favorite character, mm-hmm. uh, and I'm looking forward to Bela and uh, Rayla getting their yes. stuff next yes. seasons. They're going to be ones to watch. I can't wait to see what happens. Um, I'm here for the Black women on dragons riding. I'm always here for that. That's what I want to see. And both black babies. Yes. yes. Say goodbye your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.
As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. And love, Corliss, um, we'll see what Corliss gets into. I actually love that Corliss. Uh, won the Stepstones in a fucking coma. Like, this nigga really woke up and came through and was like, oh, by the way, I already outfitted the court, the Stepstones with a garrison. We cutting off shipping lanes right the fuck now. It's an embargo on King's Landing. Um, go ahead and keep the party going. Like, that was right. so, that was so fucking dope. I was like, this nigga that is sweet. I was like, I was low key, like, kind of wondering what side he was going to be on for a second. And, and like lo- when he woke up he was on some like let's just girl let's just go back to high tide let these white folks do their games and don't even worry about it and still came through for for for, for uh, ray ray i really still appreciate for that the cousins. a real nigga didn't even care that his brother got killed was like he that did nigga it was that nigga was he pressed was talking too much. <laughs> he always was, he was like, pressed he's too proud like it was just <laughs> an afterthought he was like well and they kept it, you know, kept it pushing. So I was like, All right, I fuck with it. Favorite, like my, my one of my favorite scenes, one of my favorite episodes in general is episode seven, and the way that Vaymon like just took the reins of being the one who was doing the whole like uh, eulogy for mm, Lena and turning yes, it into a yeah. whole other thing was hilarious to me. And I just feel like Corliss was like that man had it coming. Like I yes. see, I heard him shoot his mouth off to me in private. I saw what he did in public for my daughter's funeral. I know this. I. Yeah, she said, "I know this nigga." Right. The way they were laughing was so inappropriate too. It was wild, inappropriate. <laughs> it was hilarious, sexy as hell, and I don't even fuck with white walkers like that. You understand yeah. what I'm saying? I was like, "Ooh, that nigga fucking." He was sexy. like, that's her that's kids. That, yeah. He was like, uh, Vaymon was like, we got that real strong African black blood pure over here on this side." You know what I'm saying? So we putting our queen down. We putting our, we putting her down for the whole family. We don't thin over here and damon just looking at them bastards like yeah they, she wild she wild for that <laughs> Janice, you had a point about corliss i love that he stayed consistent he was talking about the step songs from episode one we need to <laughs> yeah, go he was there, consistent. You just figure this out so the fact that he had to go back because this was also another example of even though i think the was a pretty decent king 
another example of his failings and his shortcomings. It's like he been saying this black dude been saying at every meeting, yo, what's going on? Is somebody mm-hmm. coming? We gotta figure this out. We gotta send resources. Damon goes, wins the war, and then they don't shore the shit up. It's not, it's never fixed. So the fact that this black man for this whole entire span of this season was years. trying to figure that out. <laughs> yeah, stayed consistent with that and got it done. They counted him as dead. They yes. thought he was dead. They counted him out, down for the count. Came back. It was a fever, just a flesh wound. Took a nap, woke up. He's good. <laughs> I love this. So I really enjoy his character, and I hope that we see more of him and them black babies. And and better, just better lock hair. Mm. Better, better wigs. Please, y'all. Get get the girls off of YouTube because they could <laughs> just 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 type in wigs on YouTube. Black girls' wigs. We can get it done. As somebody who has worn good white wigs and bad white ones, we can get it done. <laughs> I just want to see it done. That's all. I want to see it. We can get it together. All right, y'all. I, th- I think we good. I think we good. I think we got it all out. Uh, thank y'all, everybody who was listening. Thank you so much for listening to us and having a blast with us. We had a time, as you can see. We hope that you enjoyed what you were listening to. Please make sure you're following us at... For all nerds in Castle Black. And before I do the whole spiel, I just want to make sure everyone else gets to just let everybody know where they can find you and any stuff that you're working on so people can can follow you and continue to support you. Um, um, Rod and Karen, can you please let the people know about you? Oh, yeah. Uh, you can find us. The Black Guy with Tips is our podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, we're everywhere you get podcasts. Um, if you have Spotify, um, you can actually search... Um, tbgwt house of dragon recaps and uh we have all 10 of our recaps and like a little playlist for everybody so thanks for having us you know we love coming out here and kicking mm-hmm. it with y'all always and uh it's a pleasure to meet fun. uh you deja and yes um, wonderful to meet you, of course y'all i think I, I i think we've actually talked before mm-hmm. so thank it was good to see you again and janisha you know it's always good to see always, you always baby um so thanks for having us y'all absolutely dodge dodge Valarin of house Valarian, and i don't know the name of your dragon you gotta come up with that shit but please let the people know about you and where they could find you and anything you're working on um so i'm on this really hot mess ghetto ass podcast <laughs> it's called so shameless no um so i'm one third of so shameless podcast along with uh dj trauma nyc and tahoe tv uh we're on our fourth year so we're celebrating that um, you can find us anywhere where you can find any type of podcast, so Apple, Spotify, all of the things. Um, we also have a presence on YouTube and social media, IG, TikTok, So Shameless Pod. Um, I just enjoy doing her right things with my friends and um, talking shit and yelling at people. That's what I do for a living. That's my um, my favorite thing to do. Um, and also, shout out to our sister podcast, Heart of Soft, um, a black sex podcast safe space so you talk about all things sex all things love all things negro um other than that i love being here you know i love you guys and as a nerd myself like i love to have this space with us because i can never say goodbye to your credit card rewards greedy corporate mega stores led by walmart and target are pushing for a law in congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets the durbin marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it if you love your credit card rewards tell your lawmakers hands off my rewards tell them to oppose the durbin marshall credit card bill 
I can't imagine having these conversations with anybody other than us. And um, yeah, that's it. That's what's up. Thank you. Janicia, let the people know about you. Oh, you on mute? Yeah, I'm Janicia, one half of Tea with Queen and J podcast. You can find us on uh, Twitter and Instagram at Tea with QJ. We are a womanist race nerd podcast. Uh, we've been on an extended break because we're in the middle of the apocalypse. Okay, we really are. Don't know. This is the fucking apocalypse. So we've been on an extended break, but we are on Instagram. You can always hit us up there. Um, I have been producing season two of Kirk Franklin's podcast, Good Words podcast. So if you are Good Words with Kirk Franklin. So if you are curious and enjoy Kirk Franklin and curious about his conversations and he's interviewing a lot of great people. So definitely check that out. Um, and you can always find me on social media at Jenny CF, J A N I C I A F for uh, savings. But <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why I say that, but, um, but yeah, so this was good. I really, I really needed this. I really needed to do good, good rat shit with my friends. And good. I appreciate it. Thanks for having me back. And it was nice to meet everybody I hadn't met before. So thank you. That's fire. Thank you so much. And like we said, you can find us three, the Castle Black team. This also includes Chica. So Portia, Chica, DJ Benjamin, at Castle Black Pod on the Twitters. Uh, Portia is how you see it on the screen. If you don't see it on the screen, that's because you're not watching on our YouTube as well. So we need you to do two things. We need you to subscribe to the podcast for all nerds. That's how you listen to Castle Black. That's how you listen to Views from the 616, a podcast about the MCU and everything else that we talk about within the realm of geek and pop culture. Make sure you are doing that and make sure you are subscribed to us on the YouTube for All Nerds TV. That's how you see our beautiful melanated faces. And make sure you are following us on our socials. I'm at Tatiana King, as mentioned, Porsche, P-O-R-S-H-E-U-H, as well as at DJ Benjamin. DJ Benjamin or Portia, did I forget anything or anything you guys wanted to say? Uh, for those who are NYC, we are yes. doing Crown Wakanda uh, Wakanda Forever screening at Nighthawk Cinema on November 10th. You can get your tickets now. The link is in all of our different bios. If you search Eventbrite for Crown Wakanda, it will come right up. That's at Nighthawk, November 10th, a gala affair. Yes. We are coming out to celebrate. Yeah, Wakanda forever. We've seen it. We'll talk about it more. We'll There'll be a it. no spoiler review and a spoiler all star review coming soon from Four Nerds. So, like Tatiana said, make sure you're following us yeah. on all the podcast platforms as well as YouTube and all that other good stuff. And I have to stress this event because it's going to be a full house. It was a full house the last time around. I was going to do it again. It is a party. It is a screening gala, meaning you are dressing up, okay? We, it's, it's themed. It's everything. We're going all out when it comes to all things Black Panther, Wakanda forever. And it's going to be a blast. DJ Ben Amin is going to be DJing. We're going to have the drink. We're going to have the food. We're going to have everything. So make it happen for yourself. As he said, look up Crown Wakanda. Crown Wakanda forever, okay? All right, y'all. So we're going to be back soon with more Castle Black down the line. Who knows how and what form, but we'll be back. We might be back for Lord of the Rings if I can convince them to do it. You got to convince me. That's a lot to work on. But I love y'all. Yo, call me for Lord of the Rings, man. You got, you got (laughs) time. There you go. There you go. There you go. All right. Love y'all. Talk to y'all soon. Bye. 
say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com podcast. That's Indeed.com podcast. Terms and conditions apply.